I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Tip to Tip with Lou and Chris. My name is Lou. Hey guys, Chris over here. That's Chris over there. I did something different with that intro, did you hear? Fuck yeah, I noticed I didn't it. want to leave the gals out. I didn't want to leave the gals <laughs> out this time. I've, yeah. I've been talking about guys every episode up until now. Exactly. I, You know, that's one of those things. It's never... Guys is always just going to be a general term, gender-free for me. Yeah. But on the off chance that we've got someone out there who gives a fuck, this episode's for you. <laughs> Today we're doing a we're on episode forty six, which we're rolling right along. Still keep still doing it. Yes, sir. Forty six. It's officially older than both of us. <laughs> this show, I don't. That doesn't make any sense. But whatever. It doesn't. Uh, you know what we're talking about today? No, I don't. You forgot. It's been <laughs> it's been it's been years since we recorded that last episode. Oh, so it's been a couple weeks. I think so. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Hat Shack. <laughs> I say the I, I said the hat shack right there, but I'm pretty sure it's just hat shack without the the at the beginning. Uh, which yeah, yeah, it sounds weird either way, but it's a shack that sells hats. Not actually a shack, but we'll get into that. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about the hat shack as my 44th job. It's gonna be a good one today. Uh, let's just fucking do this occupational breakdown. Break it down. right did that thing again always goes down smooth it really does smooth did you ever watch fucking uh three's company you know jack tripper and of course yeah, but, not religiously but yeah i've seen quite a few episodes. like reruns yeah no yeah. i was there in the 70s <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i said that <laughs> you got your time machine went back and you're like what should i do now that i'm back in time i'm watching three's company live prime exactly. time tgi friday do you think tgif that wasn't a thing in the 70s was it i mean i know that it wasn't actually like like nbc did the tgif thing in the you know like the 90s but yes as people said tgif in the 70s didn't they they had to <sighs> i have no fucking clue bro who <laughs> you know what no one cares no one cares about that <laughs> So my uh, 44th job, Hat Shack, uh, it, it, it was a mall job. Yeah, we'll tell, tell you all about that here in a minute. But my position held, assistant manager, one rung down from the top, baby. There you go. My wage earned, nine fifty an hour, <laughs> many, many rungs down from the top, baby. <laughs> it will never stop being funny to me, the idea of paying somebody who has keys to your store and codes to your safe nine bucks an hour or seven bucks an hour or eight bucks an hour like come on come on i, I hope you were stealing enough to uh justify <laughs> that job <laughs> i was being paid what i was worth minus what i was stealing 100 <laughs> percent. i didn't really have a lot of opportunity to steal hats if i'm being honest and we're going to talk about that in a minute here but uh i was employed there for one day fuck one day so couldn't couldn't 
couldn't pilfer a lot of hats there on that on that only day I worked. I'm smelling a loo coming on. Yeah, this is this is. <laughs> listen, it's not going to be a loo, but it, it it almost was. It almost was. I almost looed this fucking place. Um, and for those of you who don't remember what what a loo is, it's when you walk out of a job during the shift, during your first shift. So. Um, I, I feel like I went through when I looked. I, I think I we did three, right? There's three yeah, lose so far. Currently, yeah, yeah. So there'll be more. There's one in particular that I I always consider like the pinnacle loo. So I look forward to that one. That'll be a quick episode. <laughs> As will this one if we don't stop fucking around. But yeah, uh, one day, and we're gonna we're gonna get into all that here in a second. That was your occupational breakdown, motherfucker. <sighs> So, yeah, Hat Shack. Um, so after Kids Are Kids and 9-11, you know, waited waited a, a couple of weeks, I think, before I started job hunting after 9-11. I don't think I was out, you know, on 9-12 looking for a gig. Exactly. Um, you know, everything shut down for a while. But when, you know, buses started to run again and shit, uh, I started looking for a job. I ended up, I interviewed twice at Circuit City. And uh, I even took one of those aptitude tests that they give you. But uh, didn't get an offer, so I thought for sure that I just failed that aptitude test. Those tests are fucking annoying. You know, I don't answer 100% honestly. I sort of try to game the system a little, you know, like what are they looking for here? And then and you don't want to get a bullseye. You want to kind of be slightly left or right of center because otherwise it seems suspicious. But yeah, usually I'm pretty good at those fucking things. At one point I had a job, I can't remember which one, but I know for sure I had a job where I was on the other side of those aptitude tests and I could see what the answers they were looking for were. And I was like, oh, I've got a pretty good idea of how to, how to do these. Like my instincts were not bad, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But you know, this circuit city one, I, I just, I felt like maybe I whiffed it for some reason, but I also had an interview at Vans skate park, which would have been awesome. Cause you know, at the time I was skating again, and I was really trying to find a, a skate port park job, but there wasn't a lot of skate parks in the area, and Vans did not uh, offer me a job. What position would that be for? Well, even I don't want to spoil a future episode here, but the, the kinds of jobs that you could have at a skate park would be either working in, like, the retail section or working at, like, the front, like, door where you, you know, the cashier, basically, like people pay to, to be there so somebody's got to take that money and most skate parks they're for sure like have sessions so you basically pay to skate from for two hours or something like that and then at the end of the two hours everybody leaves and then the new session starts so all the next people come in and like obviously you could pay to skate for another session if you want to but it's not like a outdoor parks where there's no people working there obviously you just go there and you skate which are obviously the probably the best but these like indoor parks that are owned by a company you have to pay to skate there so did you ever need... skate at one yeah yeah there's a there were three in the Duluth area there was this Vans one there was um an X Games one and then there was a like local privately owned one I can't remember what the name of it they all have funny you know like scoot and scrap and shit like that names like that but yeah i mean they're they're cool i enjoyed them it's it's weird now especially living in la there's fucking skate parks everywhere like outdoor open skate parks anybody can go there anytime and like when i watch skate clips on instagram or on youtube or whatever i recognize like a quarter of 
the the parks or the places that I see people skating at. Sure. Because you know it's L.A., so a lot of people skate out here, but not as much in Georgia, in Duluth. You know, ten years ago or whatever this was. I'm gonna send you a video. There's this. Uh, he's like a weightlifter, powerlifter kind of guy, Hispanic dude that lives in L.A. And I don't know how he hooked up with Tony Hawk, but he ended up skating in like this fucking warehouse. And Tony Hawk had a half pipe where the drop was like 13 feet, yeah, <laughs> or higher. And this guy, I and this guy is fucking massive. He's over 300 pounds, just like built salad. And this guy right. fucking drops in, and he's like going down, <laughs> but then like you know, here's the ramp. He's like this. Right. And just yeah. lands on his side and makes the most horrible noise. Dude, dropping in is scary if you've never done it before. I mean, it looks scary like on a big ramp like that, but I remember the first time I dropped in on a mini ramp, which is only like six feet. But when you're standing up there on top of it and your head is like 15 feet in the air or whatever, it seems pretty high. And, you know, you start thinking about like, how comfortable am I actually? Are you, <laughs> you are, know? Are you good at that? Like, could you drop in okay? No. I, I could drop in. That's basically the only thing I could do on a ramp is drop in and then do, like, very basic lip tricks, like rail slides or grinds, shit like that. Um, and I have I think I've only skated, like, bigger ramp, like a real-sized ramp, like, twice in my life. And mm. neither time did I do anything spectacular. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Like, one of the things you don't know about skating vert ramps is that you have to learn how to pump which it basically is is how you get your momentum to get you going fast enough for consistently enough to get above the lip to get like air and shit like that yeah and it's not intuitive like the first time that you get on a a ramp like that it feels like you slow down really quick as you're going up the other side so it's one of the things you have to learn i never learned that efficiently i was always struggling with it so and how old were you when you did your first 900 Oh, yeah. Um, well, it was 1999 when uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out on the PS1. Awesome. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's it's disgusting how much better people are at skating now than when I was skating. Like, the level of skating that we did when I was in high school, and then even at this point when I'm in my like very early 20s, just so much lower than an average kid now. Like, when you watch Instagram and shit, it's disgusting how good people are now. Um, and it's fine. I'm cool with it. But I, I'm i garbage. I was a garbage skateboarder compared to these fucking kids now. So, yeah. um, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed myself. I did very basic tricks and then occasionally would break bones doing them. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It, it got to a point where I was like, it's not worth the, the injuries. And it's also not being insured. It's not very smart to do a hobby that's going <laughs> to break things. Right. But I still wanted to work at a skate park. This would have been 2001. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like, what are I, 24, 23? 20, 24, I think. Um, and this was right at the tail end of my skating. I did not skate much longer than that. But back to the, the task at hand. Uh, Tammy actually quit Kids Are Kids not too long after that. And she got a job at a much better preschool in a much richer part of town, but it was further away. So it made sharing the car a little more challenging. So I had to look for something that was pretty close. And the hat shack was in that same fucking mall. We've been talking about the stranger things mall Gwinnett place. 
um, the same place I worked at Pacific Sunwear and interviewed slash thought I worked at Gadzooks. <laughs> <laughs> Mix was in the parking lot, right? That's right. That's right. Mix, <laughs> Mix was in the parking lot. Fucking you got my. Barrel. I know you got my fucking geography down. Yeah, that fucking pickle barrel, man. Uh, the interview I remember being weird at, at Hat Shack. The guy was kind of like a. He looked like an aging frat boy. It's funny because I think aging. He's probably like in his late twenties or early thirties, which is young compared to me now. Sure. But at the time, you know, he seemed older to me. But he was like kind of red faced and you know, chest puffed out, like kind of doing the like muscular pose without having any actual muscles underneath. Fucking weird. Yeah. And you know, he's wearing a fucking hat. Everybody there wearing baseball caps. Cause it's, it's hat shack. And, uh, I remember that he, he'd asked me what I was looking for as far as my, like after we kind of talked and he got a sense that I might be a good fit to be assistant manager. Cause he was looking for, you know, basically an assistant, which, these fall these small ass mall stores like it's usually a GM and assistant manager and like two or three part timers and that's it. Yeah. So, like you know, it's not like there's a lot of fucking employees to manage, but he needs somebody he can trust to like count the money and take the money to the fucking bank and shit when he's not working, you know. And or this was work uh, when he doesn't want to. Well, yeah, sorry. This is a brick and mortar store, right? It's not like a um, fucking whatever. like a kiosk or a cart or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like an actual store. Okay. Like, it's exactly what you would imagine a, a store full of hat. You know what? It lo- it looks just like what you, you know, lids. Yeah. It's just, it's a lids. I think lids actually bought them eventually. Mm. So, but yeah, it was like a competitor of lids and looked the same as lids. Fucking hats, rows of hats on all the walls. Um, But yeah, so this, this fucking guy asked me what I wanted, like what I was looking for. And I told him nine fifty Cause I was like, all right, I'll fucking kind of lowball him and make it hard for him to say no. And then he told me he usually pays his assistant managers nine bucks an hour. And if he was going to give me that nine fifty, I better earn it. Oh, fuck right off. I'm dude. not, I'm not kidding. He, he was, he was like, you know, if, you better show me something, that kind of thing. And I don't know if you've ever seen parenthood with uh, Steve Martin, but there's a scene where his boss tells him dazzle me. And Steve Martin's like, dazzle you? <laughs> you know, like, basically, to keep your job, you have to dazzle me. Right. And that's the, that's how I felt right there. I was like, okay, this guy wants me to dazzle him. And in the moment, I was like, I'm not going to fucking dazzle this this guy. I'm going to do exactly the same thing that I was going to do if he paid me 8 bucks an hour or 15 bucks an hour. And it'll be either enough for him or it won't be. Perfect. But I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time worrying about, like, how impressive I am for my 50 cent above his normal offer. Yeah, that one's always stood out to me over the years. Fucking basically making me beg for that 50 cents. Dick. And I remember thinking, like, should I just tell him, all right, well, nine's good. Like, I'm not going to dazzle you. Give me the nine. (laughs) (laughs) But I I didn't do that. I thought about it. It would have been funny. I feel like he probably would have just said, thanks. Thanks for your time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, as I said, it's it, it was the same as a lids, but with a big ass embroidery machine. Like, that was their big selling point. And the guy was very impressed with it. He's, he's, he was very like, look at, look at this thing. This is, this is where the magic happens. It was the like technology. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I mean, I guess that's cool. I look forward to embroidering funny things on hats when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was actually hired for the, the Mall of Georgia location which was like 15 miles north of there, like about a 30 minute drive on the freeway. But, and I, I was pretty much 
going to just see what happened. I was like, okay, I'll take it, and then we'll see if I can get there. We'll see if I can make the... Because where Tammy worked was, like, half an hour in the opposite direction. Fuck, yeah. So I was like, I was like, ah, oh, you know, we'll see. If I have to drop her off and then drive to work and sit there for, like, a long time, and you know, we'll figure it out, right? I just was like, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to take the job and just see what happens. But it was in the back of my mind, like, ooh, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get to the mall, Georgia. I was hoping maybe that I would just stay at that at this store. Yeah, somehow it would work out. Yeah, you know, sometimes life throws you a fucking, a nice fat meatball down the center, but... Love meatballs. Oh, meatballs are so good, dude. (laughs) I didn't really care about meatballs, and then Tammy made me meatballs, and I was like, oh, this is what meatballs supposed to taste like. What was I talking about? Palermo's? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why do you remember that? Well, I was trying to find a way to figure... Uh... Uh, he was thinking about ways to fit it in. Yeah. Tammy got, I wouldn't say mad at me, but she got a little bit offended because she listened to that episode and she's like, they definitely reuse that chicken. Like, in the episode, I was saying, like, she said it seemed like the chicken was reused and I was like, okay, maybe. And she's like, motherfucker, they 100% <laughs> use the same chicken. And you knew it. Like, in the moment, you were like, that's definitely the same piece of chicken. So, like, my memory made her sound more more like the problem and in reality that fucking place served her the same chicken on three different dishes i would love for you to get a testimonial from her <laughs> that we could put on here saying uh, like motherfucker just, it was the same the chicken thing. yeah I'll, I'll see if she'll do it <laughs> so funny yeah i like meatball sandwiches though just to get back to that for a second I really like meatball sandwiches. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I had a good one. I, you know, I had Subway I, <laughs> meatball yeah. sub. You know, I think that's turkey meat too. I think it's a turkey meatball sandwich at Subway. Man, I kind of, I kind of like them a little bit though, if I'm being honest. But I mean, I didn't want to look like a piece of shit by saying I liked them because it's like sweet sauce and it's meat or something that's probably meat like an approximation of meat. Exactly. It's Subway. Everybody knows the Subway is. Now, you know who had a pretty good fucking meatball sandwich? It was consistently the same amount of good, and I liked it. Gara fucking Baldies, dude. Knew it. Have you had their meatball sandwich? The only thing that I remember eating from there was their cheese fries, and they were amazing, and a cheeseburger of some sort. Yeah, we when I worked at the at Town and Country, the theater, the Garibaldi's in the mall there, I ate their pretty much every meal for a year so <laughs> did you gain weight uh no because i was running and, and exercising and shit like you know that was my secret a lot of my life was i ate like shit but i would run five miles or three miles a day or whatever and then lift weights and so i would never be cut i would always be like in shape but just a little pudgy yeah. you know like in clothes i look normal and then the clothes come off and i'm just like just a hint pudgy but I ate like a fucking animal. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't say those are quality meatball sandwiches, but they were always good to me, and I occasionally miss them. Is Garibaldi's still around? There is a Garibaldi's near, what was that, Forest View? Off of Algonquin? That, uh, that fucking high school that you went to. What high school that I went to? What do you mean? Didn't, didn't you do night classes at that fucking... Uh... That's, the place I did, I did night classes at was like an, a junior high, I think, or an elementary school. It was definitely not a high school. Okay, my fault. It was off of Milwaukee. <clears throat> um, 
my sister went to this school because she was doing so shitty in normal high school. I can't remember what you know what I'm talking about. It's in District 214. It's like where like the in quotes problem kids went, the kids that fought a lot. Or I mean that that was that was I think it was called Jack London on Dundee. Oh, that's where you went. No, no, that's where the fucked up kids went that were like having problems. No, I'm talking high school. That was the high school that, like, when I had a friend who got kicked out of Wheeling High School for fucking getting in fights and being an asshole, and he went to Jack London for high school. I've only known that school as Jack London Middle School. They must have changed it, because it was... I think you're lying to me. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would do no such thing. It's very okay. possible they changed it. I mean, this is, you know, eons ago. All right. Well, either way, uh, there is still, from my knowledge, a Garibaldi's over by, like, the Guitar Center in Arlington Heights, like Arlington Heights and Algonquin. Okay. I know I know that area. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't go to night school there. I went to a different place. But Okay. Yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, the Garibaldi's. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Have a meatball sandwich and think of me. Yeah. Because I want one. There's a couple places around here that are decent, but nothing that's like really completely knock my socks off i hope you find what you're looking for me too <laughs> i'm gonna keep looking <laughs> until i either find it or i die um of the things that i eat whichever comes first they're both rapidly approaching from different sides shit um yeah before i even had my first day at hat shack circuit city actually called me for a third interview i shit you not a third interview dude for a fucking like full-time position yeah like a full-time sales position uh and they actually offered me the job after that third interview which i accepted even though i had already taken the job at hat shack and my plan was basically to work a shift at each one and then just stick with the least worst of Mm. so you know sometimes i do that i've been known to do that i don't know if this is the first (laughs) time but probably not the last where i accept multiple jobs and like work a first day and just see which one's worse well, this is the only, uh, the 46th job, right? Or 44th? Yeah, 40, this is 44th job, 46th episode. Right, so we got a ways to go here. Yeah. Um, yeah, first day at Hat Shack, the fucking GM criticized me for all kinds of stuff. Like, he didn't like that I was standing with my arms crossed, and then he didn't like that my hands were in my pockets, and then I was self-conscious about what my hands were doing the rest of the time, you know? <laughs> but he was like a dick about it. He was like, he's like... Why you got your arms crossed? Like, uncross your arms. You look, like, standoffish. Customers don't like that. That kind of thing. What the fuck? I'm like, bro, customers don't care if i am got my hands in my pockets or my hand. Like, when you walk into a fucking store, you're looking at, like, how the person's hands are positioned. I'm looking for hats. (laughs) (laughs) So thus far, you didn't dazzle him. No, I was not dazzling him. Uh, He was just a dick. And there was really nothing else about that first shift noteworthy except for him being critical of my my like body language and i'm like okay right you don't like my just general the position i stand in like i i I guess i'll stand differently for you but i mean i and i get that to a point but if he's like up your balls i mean was there even anyone in the store no he was like (laughs) talking to me we were alone in the fucking store and he was basically telling me like how opening the store was supposed to go or whatever and then he got on me for my my body language it's not like i was like leaning against a counter or anything you know i just was yeah. standing there but whatever whether or not you think that i'm in the wrong for crossing my arms um f- 
fuck that guy. Real quick, I was like, fuck this guy. Me and this guy are not going to get along. So I worked my first day at Circuit City like a day or two after that, and then I just was never going to go back to Hat Shack. So I chose. I made a choice. And Hat Shack was not the winner. Although, if you think about it, maybe they were. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't make out with like 18 hats on your head. No, yeah, I didn't walk out with a hat under you know, my my underwear full of hats. Exactly. Yeah, no, just fucking. I like that. Like, if you only listen to this episode, it makes it seem like like I'm a thief. Like stealing is kind of to be expected. Like, so how many things do you steal from this job? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so I have a feeling I have an idea where we're going next episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've uh, spoiler alert. I've already, I've already told you where we're going the next episode. But, um, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. I'm not going to ask if you have any other questions about Hat Shack because I've literally told you everything I remember about it. That guy was a dickhead. Do you remember his name? No, but he looked like a Scott <laughs> or a Shane. <laughs> could could have been could have been a Trent. You know, <laughs> any of those will work. Trent's a good one. He, he was a white guy whose parents were hoping he would grow up to be cool. That's what he was. He well, could have been a he could have been a Mike just as he, you know what? He might have been a Chris. <laughs> could have been any of those, my friend. Was it me? <laughs> it was you in the future. You went back in time. You watched episode of Three's Company during prime time. You're like, yes. You got to see Mr. <laughs> Furley say smooth. And then you got back in your time machine <laughs> He went forward to 1999, get a job at the hat shop, and work your way up to GM just so you could give me a job and expect me to dazzle you. Marty, they found me. I don't know how they (laughs) found me. (laughs) Doc Brown's making another appearance on the show. I don't know how they found me, but they found me. You know what's funny about that? I realized why it caught me so off guard in that other episode. It's not the quote most people would go to. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of Dr. Brown doctor. (laughs) There's a a lot of Doc Brown quotes that you could choose from, but I don't know how they found me, but they found me. Is that from something else? Like, is that a joke from another, like, Rick and Morty or Family Guy or something? No, I don't know why. It's such a weird, random poll. I know, but it it's was funny. funny. Is it is it because it's the only thing that he says that you can really hit that perfect timber of the voice? I don't know how they found me. I can't do it. Marty! <laughs> I feel like anything with Marty you could pull off pretty much, you know? <laughs> That's funny. Whatever the case, it's funny. Um, <laughs> I wish I had the number for the gigawatts. I'd pull that one out, but... Is it 1.21? I'm pretty sure it's 1.21 gigawatts. I think you're right. Someone will, someone will call in and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> call in. Call in. <laughs> oh, we got a call in. Fucking. It's yeah, Dan. I don't, exactly. It's Dan again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to try to time it. I'll send him a text and ask him to call me real quick, not tell him why. Exactly. See if we can get him on every episode going forward. Do we have a. Uh, what, what are we measuring this on the PP meter? Oh, it's a two, because fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy up his dick hole. Yeah, that's a two. I don't care. It's not a one. We're not to a one. He didn't try to sexually molest me behind the barn, but... Well, that's good. Yeah, but that's a two. I don't... I. It was bad enough that I was not going back. 
even if I hadn't had Circuit City on the on the back burner, I still wouldn't have gone back because I wasn't going to dazzle that guy. It was pretty clear from the jump. Mm, fuck that guy. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, fucking Circuit City. Like I said, this is not going to be our last foray to Circuit City, but it is our first foray to Circuit City. Is foray the right word? What does foray even mean? I don't know. I'm not recognizing let's, that word. Let's look that up real quick. Maybe we can wait a second here. All right, let's it do it. Yeah, it's the right word. Mm. Uh, foray, verb, make or go on a foray. So, yeah, it's a right. It's a weird word to, to use, but it's correctly used. Okay. I utilized it correctly. God, that wasted valuable moments of our life right there looking up foray. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Circuit City. I, I worked at Circuit City twice in my over the years here spoiler alert but the first one is going to be very short compared to the second one and that's all i'll tell you about that how many uh i'm curious this is going to be a fun little trivia thing how many places have you worked at more than once Ooh, that's a good one i'm going to tell you but for the audience's sake i'm going to edit out all the time i spend between looking at this bullshit on a piece of paper okay and by paper, I mean my screen. <laughs> <laughs> so are we counting like Cineplex Odeons or are we talking about specific like like theaters? I worked at one, two, three, four, five. I think Cineplex th- Odeon theaters you can generalize. But when it comes to like a Target or a Circuit City. Yeah. Or, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Th- I mean, OK, so let's see. I mean, I think that's probably the ones. It's probably t- uh, Target. I did two. Yeah. I did Tower Records. I worked at, I mean, again, you get Tower Records and Tower Video were separate places I worked, but I worked at Tower Records, Tower Video, and then Tower Records in Schaumburg. So technically three towers, although only two of them were like Tower Records. That counts. Stores. I'll count that. Yeah. So three towers, two targets, three towers. Um, Two Circuit Cities. Theaters. Uh, five theaters. And then that might be it in terms of like repeat offenders. Mm. I think everything else is a one-off. So what would that be? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So that's 12 out of however many jobs we're going to end up with, you know, probably upwards of 80, 80 plus, which means... You know, at least 70, I would say at least 70 of the jobs I've had over my life have been at different places, like complete unique mm-hmm. places. So, And even that's unique because it's not like you worked at the same location. No. No, I mean, as far as like the same location, I think the only time I worked at the same location was town and country yeah. um, theaters at Cineplex. I worked there twice, about two years apart, I think. 95 and 97 if i remember correctly so yeah yeah but circuit city this is my it's funny because when i think of circuit city i think of the other time i worked there the time that i was there longer so this is like the first time that i was there but it made less of an impact on me so yeah we'll talk about have something ready for that episode because we're going to need some filler (laughs) oh circuit city yeah this first circuit city so next episode circuit city duluth Look forward to that shit. I will. (laughs) (laughs) 
That was fucking aggressive. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, fuck you. I'll see you there, bro. Yeah. Motherfuckers, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Guys and gals, we'll see you there next time. Guys and gals. Of course, gals. Just this episode. Though. <laughs>